strapped in the trenches Making moves going all out Every day handle business You know that the hustle don't stop Got my team, let's get it Reviewing books and talk stocks Steady keep it moving So you gon' wanna tune in Get Lowdown, it's an app Get local food on demand Delivery right to your home Everything in the palm of your hand Took hard work and dedication Come through, join the conversation This is history up in the making We just wanna be an inspiration Hey, let's go Welcome to another edition of Bootstrapped in the Trenches. We are here on episode five, and uh, it's December 25th, which happens to be Christmas Day. Uh, Dan, Corey, and I are all Jewish, so hence why we're on this podcast and not eating baked ham right now. We were just actually mulling over our Jewish tradition of doing the whole Chinese food and movies. Uh, Dan and Corey, are you partaking in that today? Yeah, I was I was saying now it's a little bit easier with the internet and everything. Where growing up, Christmas would always be so boring. I mean, you'd have to do Chinese and movies. It's being a Jewish person, but now the internet just makes everything so much easier. Do Netflix? There's so much going on. But yeah, I'll, I think I'll be doing a Chinese and Netflix or Hulu night. Or so, Corey, you're doing uh, Chinese delivery. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful. I, I'm yeah. gonna probably do the same thing. I, I love it. Yeah. Keep it easy. Dan? I am definitely going to go get dim sum. I was going to invite you, but it sounds like you're not coming, so I'm going solo. <laughs> and then I'm going to do the Dan <laughs> the Dan Roland classic. I invented this move back in college where I go to the movie theater just to buy popcorn, and I take it home and enjoy the movie theater popcorn. I home. love that play, I, especially on a day like today. It's very fitting. Yeah, so that's what I got going on. I'm, uh, I've been watching El Chapo. I've been going down a Mexican cartel rabbit hole ever since we were in Mexico. Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> well, well, first on the dim sum thing, I just, you know, when we were last at Star Kitchen, I'm not a fan of the dim sum in Denver anymore. I think since I've been in New York and went out for dim sum, I'm, I'm literally tainted from the dim sum here. It's not even close to the level. Like, it, it, we're talking about a C league uh, versus an A league here. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to fly to Asia to get dim sum right now, so I'm going to have to just settle yeah, for it. I feel you. Um, but Dan, how about Mexico? What was the food like down there? Oh, man. I mean, the El Pastor tacos are some <laughs> of the most delicious things I've ever had in my life. I had those every single night for the first six nights I was there. The best. Which was, in, yeah, the best. And other than that, you know, I... I really didn't get sick of the Mexican food at all. We had a lot of good fish down there, some good octopus, uh, a lot of seafood, and again, the Mexican tacos, just like the chips and guac on the beach every day. I was in Mexico for 10 wow. days. And I, what, what was your first thought when you got home food-wise? Were you going in Danny Carb mode? Like, what's your ritual when you get <laughs> off a flight from being out of the country, Dan? This is, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. I literally ordered pizza and Panda Express Whoa. and the drivers showed up at the same time. <laughs> I had <laughs> that happen. The Mike yeah, back, special. Back to being American. Yeah. Pizza and Panda Express. Back. And shitting your brains out with yeah. all the processed food. We were actually talking about that, how our bowel movements were just so much more free flowing. <laughs> uh, no, when you really think about it though, it's crazy because- my dad made a great point back in the day, Corey, you know, when you go to Mexico, there'd be that you couple of days of just having like a, a bout with food poisoning from the water. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And now you actually feel great when you get out of America where it's like, oh, well, wow, my stomach feels amazing. And I get that doubt when I get back to America now. So <laughs> it seems like things have kind of shifted gears with that. I remember in Asia, the same thing where I, I felt great dumps and, uh, you know, it's, it can't, can't be the yeah. same here in America, though, unfortunately. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Jeff, you might have to cut that whole part. No, no, no. Absolutely. I mean, we got to be raunchy here sometimes with, you know, when it's food talk. I'm just yeah. being real about, you know, how it all goes down here. I feel like wherever I go, my stomach has to adjust in general. Uh-huh. Even yeah. if it's within America, it's just, I always have to adjust. Corey, my stomach hasn't adjusted since freshman year in college at IU. I think yeah. I've been on just a downward spiral since then. <laughs> yeah, it's when I first noticed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, guy, Corey, any uh, food for thought for this week? Yeah, so I wanted to do um, just with 2020 coming up and end of a decade, just wanted to talk about uh, trends that we had in 2019, food trends in particular, and then you know, looking ahead to food trends in 2020. So. Let's go back. Yeah, like back it. in 2019. Yeah, way back then, we had <laughs> the plant-based meats. So that was huge. That took over, and vegan food just became cool. I mean, plant-based meats and burgers are everywhere with Impossible Burgers and Beyond Meat. Um, they just exploded. Even being in Burger King and all the fast food joints are just everywhere. And Corey, do you see that cont- that movement continuing to explode? What do you think's going yeah, on? Yeah, I do. I think that's going to continue to explode. I was reading a little bit into it. They're going to have plant-based chicken coming out. Um, they have plant-based butter, which is now going to be a big thing. That whole, I mean, I just see that industry exploding, and that's going to continue to climb in the 2020s um, and the decade ahead. So McDonald's is in for a goldmine decade, pretty much. When you think about that, you have to think they've widened their audience tenfold. Yeah, and not only that, they're going to start having – like mixed things because a lot of people who aren't vegan and vegetarian really like the impossible burgers and the beyond meats of the world. Mm. And they're going to start having like 30% meat burgers with 70% of it being veggie. Wow. And yeah. So I think that's going to start being a thing and there's just going to be way more options. Um, I know even like this whole cauliflower phase in general, there's cauliflower chicken, all these things. So I think that's going to continue to. So is that not even a phase anymore? Would you say cauliflower is here to stay? Well, I think cauliflower is not a phase anymore. We'll see about the Beyond Meat and the veggie burgers and all Mm -hmm. that. But yeah, cauliflower, I think, is is here to stay. Um, Yeah. And then as well, I wanted to bring up White Claw. It's not a food, but it's a beverage. And the spiked seltzer movement has just exploded in the last couple of years. I think that's also here to stay. It's just another health kick fad i mean everyone's obsessed with it can i just comment on that like when i first started the white claw thing and started seeing people do that it was kind of weird or whatever but all right fast forward i just imagine down the road people like injecting these little drops into themselves or like taking tablets and just dropping them in like the most efficient way to get a buzz in 10 years from now where like that's just how i imagine these kids doing it that's what I call them, these kids. It. I'm not a White Claw guy. It's like, yeah, I don't have enough time in my day. I'll just have to squeeze it in and just take a little drop. Right? Can't you imagine, though, people at parties just being like, all right, and like just slowly. Guys, let's pregame. Time to pregame. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. we have something good going on here. I think we should look at, we should explore sure. that. Sure. 
Uh, we really should actually. Like at first it was a joke, but now that we're talking about this, think about it. Just in the direction that everything's going, with like the jewels, every, everyone just like wants everything to be like yeah, clean and perfect. Yeah, drops, liquor drops that like just do. It sounds the like it might burn. No, I'm not. No, no, no. It needs to be like it, it's going to be the most efficient thing in the world. And then like you know you could even put it just directly into your blood. It's just direct efficiency. That's what's coming down the road. It's a business idea. I think we're it's, it's like the new down. age oxygen bars. Yeah, that sounds like the most millennial thing of all time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know. The hipsters Seriously. will be all about it. <laughs> no, what's the generation below the millennials? Generation we're not even Z. that generation. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah, so it's those guys. Yeah, it's the most Gen yeah. Z thing. Anyone that's 24 yeah. and below, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, those those dudes are going to be taking liquor. Yeah, drinks. they're all about efficiency, not having anything, so it makes sense. It's like a bottle is too much space. Let's just downsize that exactly. and drop. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and then the other thing I had for 2019 that was a big trend was oat milk. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely took over for coconut milk and almond <laughs> milk, even though those are still going strong, but it's everywhere now. And with big milk companies struggling like Dean Milk, filed for bankruptcy um just seems like these other kinds of milk substitutes are are really exploding and should continue to do so um in the next decade i'm expecting banana milk to be the next oat milk watch out oh that sounds not at all happening watch for it all right wait i have a question are these milks just made the same way from cows no they're not dairy free they're dairy-free yeah. milk. It's wild to think about that. Like as kids, we had the milkman, like those milk cartons show up. And like they just in the 90s, like everyone just fed you things that were terrible for you. Where it was, oh, There's something natural about getting milk from a cow. Is there it, though? Like, you know. I don't I mean, I feel like that's, I don't know. How else are we supposed to Yeah, I like milk? the idea of getting milk not from an animal. When you think about it, I, I think it, it goes down way better in my head and digestive system. When I'm thinking about drinking milk, not from someone's intestines. Like so if it's I, not I, milk. If it's not milk, do you think it should be called milk? No, Corey, that's what I was like, gonna no. get at next. Absolutely not. They need to change this whole milk. Yeah, they need thing. to change it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So cause think about it, how could you yeah. cry over spilled milk if it's not actually milk? Exactly. So what so let's come up with some names here. What are we thinking? Why don't you just flip it where it's Klim? <laughs> <laughs> they just start, you know. Here, from here on out. <laughs> I like thing. that. We should just open Klim. a company yeah. called Klim, where the whole thing is, dude, sorry, like this is not milk. Where, yeah, we, yeah. It's everything but milk. Man. Yeah, I think that could be a new thing right. we have going on here. Can you believe it's not milk? We got some good business yeah. ideas. That actually, I do love the name Klim. That might be an app <laughs> where it's just like the thing people do where it's like the unconventional whatever. It's yeah, cool. you're like, what is Clem? And you're just like, oh, Clem. it's milk backwards. It's like everything you can imagine, dude, like a burger that's not meat. <laughs> like everything that's like the alternative. Just Clem it. Yeah, just Clem it. Clem. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was doing some due diligence on the trends. I looked at 2020 and some potential outbreaks are the star fruit. So the star fruit is yeah. like getting popularity. I've never really delved into the star fruit. I don't know about you guys. You know, I, I remember a kid in my, like, this kid Noah Mamis in our elementary school used to talk about star fruits and kumquats. 
So yeah, the only, yeah, that's the only reason I ever knew about it. This kid right. was way ahead of his time. Talk I was about it. Say. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't really see a, a new fruit of well, all that. So they're saying with this, a star fruit, it's going to be fueled by Instagram just because it's aesthetically pleasing. Makes and sense. Yeah, it's kind of rising in popularity, but it also has a ton of health trends. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's got a number of benefits. I think it'll. We should, we should consider starting a star fruit bar where we serve drinks in like a tropical type environment and every single glass has like one of the star fruits on it. Kind of like what they do with limes or pineapples, you know what I mean? But each one is a star fruit, like on on the actual yeah. glass where it's like sithering. I mean that's the, glass. the thing now. Everyone yeah. just everything they order they want to take a picture of. So everything pleasing to the eye is perfect. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what's next when, you know, everyone's been wanting to take pictures of things for so long. There's another movement coming with that where it's like yeah. no one's going to want to be seen. I think that's where we're heading. <laughs> where it's like literally like those touch tunnels back in the day. I think we're headed. We got to think more in those lines where it's like, oh, that's the You're- new cool thing where it's like, oh, I haven't seen Jim in like six days, dude. <laughs> You're right. Actually, the yeah. new cool thing is going to be like going yeah, on the grid. Literally, that's it's like gonna be what, cool. remote. Like where someone's like, you can't, it's like a hide and go seek game. Watch that be a thing that pops next year. No, dude, yeah. you're dead on. Like we should start yeah. an app that basically tracks how long you haven't logged yeah. in for. And it shows how long you've been. Like off how you're able for. to stay and sane like a, and like still be civilized where you're not in touch with everyone every fucking second. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A good point. Even now, if I see like someone hasn't posted in like three months, it's like, huh, I wonder what that guy's doing. Right. <laughs> he's probably, he's probably yeah, doing something pretty call cool. It, yeah. I think we have some good stuff mulling here. We can call the app Derg, which is the opposite there we of go. grid. That's great. There we go. Backwards. Yeah, people, Google will buy us for like $3 because they'll be like, wait, we need this data on nothing. Derg, write yeah. it down. I mean, you yeah. know, we should sell some of these ideas. We should just send this some to some ideas. VC groups and they'll be like, we need these guys just around. <laughs> Yeah, Christmas yeah. thoughts of 2019 heading into 2020. <laughs> the name of the bar that I was thinking for, like the Instagram place where you get the star fruit, it could just be called the Fruity Star. And it could even be a gay bar. <laughs> yeah. Love I it. Mean, and now we're talking. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I'm writing these things down, guys. So, and Corey, uh, Corey with that, since we're already going into the predictions of 2020, since you've been going over the trends, what, why don't we start with you with your five – Bold predictions of 2020. Yeah, do you guys want to go one, 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 and keep going? No, I want, I want to hear all five <laughs> okay. years. Let's let's start with you. All right, all right, but each one you got to like kind of like give some sort of reasoning behind it. You yeah, know what definitely. I mean? Like I want to hear why. Yeah, I want yeah, to go one, 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 but I don't care. I feel like a lot of us are going to have this, or we're going to have well, the same. Mind, this is not all. This could be anything from personal to business to like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't think we'll have the same ones at all, actually. I think we are all going to – that's my first prediction is – well, it's not one of mine. There's going to be 15 entirely different things that come all out right, right well, now. I got a bunch. So my first one – Wait, we want five. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I got a bunch written down, but here's my first five. Uh, my first one is private diners – sorry, private dinners. I think this is going to become a huge thing where people want to stay in with family. They're working hard to have big houses and apartments and cities, wherever they are, and they don't want to go out as much. And I think they're going to have private dinner parties and private chefs where you're going to have like an omakase meal with like 10 friends come to the house. And it's going to be a lot of that. Um, I think that's going to explode and 
chefs and private chefs are just going to really take off. Um, it's going to be like a private type of service. I th- yeah. Um, and I th- it's like starting to happen a little bit, maybe in bigger cities, but I definitely think that is part of the future where you can literally just like you can go on seamless and order delivery. You'll be able to go on a menu guide and order whatever chef or whatever variety of food you want and just have them come over, schedule a meal and, you know, book it with your friends and do something at home. Does that already exist or is this another one of the businesses? Not that, that I know of. That we're I doing. Mean, I'm, it's everything exists pretty much these days, but. That's cool. Uh, yeah. We can call the app my yeah, chef. I, I see that definitely being a trend in the future. Um, and then I think vending machines are going to really pop up more than ever, but with more type of just crazy options, I think retail, like clothing industry is going to be, you know, you already see it a little bit in airports where now like Uniqlo and Target and CVS have vending machines. I think the food vending machines are going to be like healthier and high end meals that are going to be able to stay fresh and you're going to be able to keep up with that. So those are two few things in the food industry um, that I have going on. And then I think, as we all know, I like the, I like the vending machine. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think remote workforces are going to be flexible work and remote workforces are going to be a big thing um, already starting to take off. But I think there's going to be a lot less office space in the 2020 decade and just more people working from home, working fewer hours. And big companies just paying less in rent for office space that they don't utilize um, as much. I think we're going to continue to see AI grow and expand, something that we all know. How so? Uh, Just more, especially in the customer service realm, um, more tedious jobs just being taken over by AI. Um, And then obviously automated cars and whatnot. It's the only way Uber, Lyfts, and all these companies are going to ever profit is with automation. and then the last thing I think thought we'd all have in common is the cloud kitchens. Uh, we know that's all happening and coming, and that's just going to be more prevalent. I know, Dan, you highlighted that in the blog you wrote, which I thought was awesome, but just more food courts and businesses just sharing space and rather than you know competing for it. Word. Mine are in so much different well, than Corey's. I mean, that was the whole point of this. We wanted a complete different. Yeah. Let's hear them, Dan. All right. So number one for me is El Rancho will get killed in a brutal gunfight that will turn into a movie <laughs> in the middle of the jungles of Mexico. And just to give a little background here, Mike and I were in Mexico and El Rancho is currently like the head cartel guy. And I was just reading up on him like crazy when we were in Mexico. It was awesome. Me, Mike and Jeff would hang out like when everyone went to bed and just the stars were crazy. And we would just get into these crazy conversations, sometimes about the Mexican cartel, sometimes about tsunamis, sometimes about aliens, just like all these crazy topics. But I was going down these Mexican rabbit holes and El Rancho will get killed this year. And there's going to be like a major war on the cartel. The U.S. is going to get involved. We're going to kind of bring them down. And that shit's going to start to like really simmer down. That's prediction number one. Yeah, prediction number two. Tiger will win the Masters again in 2020. And to add to that prediction, I will be there. I don't know if I'll be there on the winning day, but I will be there for at least one of the days. (laughs) 
Tiger obviously is looking great. He just dominated at the President's Cup as the captain and player, was arguably the best guy there. And, you know, he's got that course locked in, and he's Tiger Woods, so the big man's back. Um, The Buffs are sweet 16 bound this year. That is a bold statement. First time since uh, Chauncey Billups. I don't even know if actually they went to the Sweet 16 then, but I think they did. Buffs just had a big win over Dayton. We were kind of following the game cast when we were in Mexico. They're rocking this year. They look good. I think they're starting to mesh. I think they got good talent. So that's that. I think I'm going to buy a house this year, just personally. It's uh, something I've been trying to wrap my head around. I kind of think it might happen, so I'm throwing it out there. And my last one is I think there's going to be a Kardashian scandal of some sure. sort. Like another major affair of some you Yeah, know, just something that is major newsworthy in a very dramatic fashion. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, but Kardashian scandal in That's 2020. So just to – yeah, so to recap them – Buying a house, Buffs are sweet 16 bound, Kardashian scandal, Tiger will win the Masters, I'll be there, and El Rancho, the leader of the Mexican cartel, will get gunned down in the jungles of Mexico. Wow. Lots of random predictions yeah. here across the board. <laughs> Lots of digest there, right? right? I mean, are any of those predictions things you guys agree with, disagree with? They I, mean, don't sound yeah. I mean, that sounds like very <laughs> possible. Who the hell knows? You know, it's always safe play. with one of them, sure. Yeah. Uh, the El Rancho thing, I'm sure that's just quite flip a coin. That'll happen either in the next year or two, I'm sure. And you buying a house wouldn't shock me at all. It seems like that's been something you're stuck on. So I'm sure you'll pull the trigger with that. Uh, what, what, are, what were the other ones? The Bucks. Tiger Woods. One of the I don't see that. I think that one you're going to fall short on. I do think you'll be there, but you'll be watching him lose the Masters. <laughs> okay. And what about Buff Sweet 16 bound? You know what? I'm going to agree with you on that one. I think they have I wow. think they have the team this year that it's a lot of parity. They don't have a, a one-off kind of guy that they're going to just rely on to win. I, I think they have the synergy on that team to make a Sweet 16 run. So – I'll go let's with go. Buffside you, sweet yeah. 16. Uh, let's see here. So I got a wide variety of crap here. Let's dive in. So food related, I think the Korean condiment gachujang is going to be front and center something look at as like the new chir- sriracha ketchup. It's, a, it's Wait, called gachujang. This? It's the most con- popular condiment in Korea. And I think it's going to have a fixture – in the American staple condiment rotation very soon. So that's a like you spell it G O C H U J A N G. It's yeah. something that I've tried. It's phenomenal in these rice balls. And yeah, I don't it think like- it tastes like a better version of ketchup in my mind. With what like a spicy or yeah, sweeter. It has a nice kick to it, but it's not too spicy. It's got like a yeah. Dude. I, I feel like we should bring this and make it big in the it's States. It's already in the States, but yeah, we should definitely think about what we could do with this. I, you know, maybe it's something we could start like a subscription box, like Patrick was trying to do, but more for, like when I was thinking about that, when I was thinking about these predictions, I'm like, there's a lot of dope spices that are abroad that eventually become popularized here that everyone loves. 
And I, I think that notion with where the world's heading, that's cool. Thinking about like different condiments in different countries that anyone would love that you can put on anything and enhance the flavor. Number two, Bitcoin this time next year will be trading north of 14,000 guaranteed. So you heard it here first. Last year at this time, it was trading under 3,800. Right now, it's about above 7,000. And you will see it on the beginning of a meteor, meteoric rise. It will not be at its all-time high this time next year. But oh, this time next year shit. will be the beginning of the real beginning of the Bitcoin rise. I believe it's heading to another level of uh, commonality in just everyday usage. And it's going to become a staple as one of the top world currencies. And we'll take all the world as the alternative to the dollar. Oh, I think it's going north of 200,000 in about five years from now. So you heard it here first, folks. Um, in the sports world, a very bold prediction. This is a combination bold prediction. Tom Brady's retiring at the end of this year. Bill Belichick will be the New York Giants head coach going into the 2020 season. Taking on full head coach and GM roles. <laughs> nope. And he will be getting breeding his son Steve to it. eventually take over as the head coach of the Giants by the year 2024. I, I, th I just think it's happening. Something tells me something's going on behind closed doors there. We will see. On a personal level, I will be based in New York City, guaranteed, before the end of 2020. By the latter half of 2020. There's no doubt about that. I like that. That's a personal prediction. And number five. Let's see here. There will be two major M&A deals in the food delivery space in, in domestically in the U.S. I think we will see uh, something happen with Postmates. And I think we will see something happen with Grubhub. Wow. And I'm not sure exactly what will go down with those companies, but uh, that. And I want to add a sixth. We're going to add another revenue stream to the mix in the rolling group in 2020 to build as a complement to food delivery to build up the empire more. What that is, time will tell, but it will be something. Some things growing. That we haven't uh, we haven't dove into with you yet, Corey. There's some things brewing in that. I think we we're starting to have an idea of what it's going to be, but we're uh, you know got to wrap our head around a little bit more. But yeah, those are some exciting predictions. Uh, my boldest counter prediction is that you will not be living in New York City. Well, oh, I, man, I, you are so pissed to hear that. <laughs> the trigger a month earlier on my move. <laughs> I will be living in New York City. That, that's not even a prediction. That's a guarantee. Yeah, I just it. knew that would ruffle some feathers and kind of like, get you angry, and it's it. Like, look, you're, you're out of right now. You're Mike Roland here for another year. It won't be good for anybody. <laughs> Mike Roland is not rattled at right now, folks. The tough it's astronaut not, not is rattled. I'm, I'm pumped up, actually. <laughs> uh, I like the Bill Belichick prediction. I think it happens. <laughs> I think the revenue thing definitely happens. 
Um, I think the <laughs> Korean thing does not happen. Maybe it starts to trend in that direction, but I just don't see like this all of a sudden flip <laughs> of a switch where uh, Heinz ketchup well, gets never, replaced by oh, some I didn't say thing Heinz I can't even pronounce. Number one. I said <laughs> go to Chang. Like, I spelled that so great. wrong the that first in time. Itself, it's like Instagram worthy. The name is going to lead to like four knockoff companies, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. And then uh, the I mean, I think the fruit star thing is way more Instagram worthy and likely to happen than Jo Chang. But Not and then the <laughs> Not Chu Chang. <laughs> and then uh, the M and A thing, absolutely. I think there's actually going to be three more in the U.S. alone. I think DoorDash, Postmates, and Grub are all going down. Not going down, but getting acquired. Did you guys see uh, the WeWork with SoftBank's the bailout for WeWork? It's like all the banks that they're trying to use to get loans are trying to use three banks to borrow three bill from each bank. And now the banks are like pushing back because they don't want to do it. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw that, Corey. I was reading up on that the other day, actually. Yeah. yeah. No shock. No shock at all there. Yeah. Oh, wait. I didn't hear. What did you guys think of the Bitcoin prediction? I, I think I think that's reasonable for next year. So it's definitely going up. I'm with you on that. Boom. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. I'll say yes to that. Why not? There we go. All right. So this goes back really since our last podcast, which was like about two weeks ago, since we didn't do one last week. But obviously, the thing that went viral, Corey, you were the first one that sent it to us. The Uber each driver <laughs> caught taking a dump with the order in the stall. You hate to see that. <laughs> I mean, could you believe it? <laughs> yep. It's, uh, I hate Uber to see it. <laughs> Uber sheets. I think they're getting into the toilet paper business. <laughs> Do you guys know what city or town that was in? I don't, but I would love It'd to. Be, it's crazy. Like, that literally it would have been funny if, been we, if, be funny been if like, we go around in our markets in the winter and just like do a blown out poster and just have it like Pretend like it was geolocated in each market. Be like, dude, this could have been your order in Boulder. <laughs> yeah. yeah I you guys that. watched the, uh, that Netflix documentary I was telling you guys about, the Cats documentary? Right. Yeah. Well, you could hire a lady like that to do some serious investigation just by that picture to determine exactly where that was placed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be Are you yeah, serious? Like, pretty much what they did. That whole documentary is crazy, but. I'm just laughing, thinking about trying to track that exact stall down. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, yeah, seriously. That's great. Um, All right. So the next thing is not that exciting to me, but, you know, I'll announce it anyway. Postmates teams up with Old Navy for same day delivery. Honestly, seems like a last gasp of air from both companies. Not even just Old Navy, which is the one that would come front to center. Both companies. It's like that's just such a point. I wonder if that's trying to if Postmates is trying to get Walmart's attention again with that. Like I'm just trying. How long ago? Who's we've been talking about that since like 2014 with retail delivery. Like who still shops at Old Navy? The craziest part about that is Old Navy is like the only profitable. It's like a profit puppy for Gap, which I believe owns Old Navy and uh, a bunch of others, Banana Republic. Uh, but still, who wants Old Navy delivered? I think is like solely right. That that, that sounds yeah. like desperation. Yeah, that, those two just don't go together. It's like delivery is kind of expensive to have something same day, and Old Navy is just a bunch of cheap stuff. 
Yeah, I actually do you think that kind of in a way, guys, devalues Postmates brand, bringing that into the mix. Like I, I don't. Yeah. I looked at them early on as a luxury brand when you could order a, a Nintendo yeah. for delivery. Now you can order cheap clothes. I think that's a bad move personally for them. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, my extent. I would say it would be cool. Like I could see Postmates having like Gucci and all high end brands that just goes with them. Yeah, but Old Navy just doesn't make sense. I agree. They're also kind of like contradicting themselves because the CEO comes on TV probably like two months ago after Grubhub stock tanked and basically said that that was a problem with Grubhub. And he was like, yeah, the no one wants to use an app that like 50-year-olds 50 50 also order from. He was basically saying Postmates is like for young people and they're cool and Grubhub isn't. It's like, all right, well, who young is getting Old Navy unless it's yeah. like a five-year-old? I, and then it's, I think they're here. trying to figure out how to bring in more money like desperately. Because they, they've run out of funders. Yeah, they're going to put up an ad tomorrow saying, like, look at Post Malone, order $20,000 worth of Old Navy gear. <laughs> it's like, that was a questionable move. I don't like that partnership. Yeah, unless they're really, really planning for the future where they're like, this five-year-old will eventually be 17 and we'll order Post <laughs> Yeah, I, but at that I, point. I don't think they'll have enough money for that And game. at that point, the five-year-old's yeah. not going to be wearing Old Navy. That was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went into that store when I was five. Yeah. yeah and that five-year-old's going to be hunting for their own food that the personal chef is whipping up for them yeah. right next to them. You know. So DoorDash driver caught on camera stealing a package, going viral. He uh, delivered food, not from like a person, from like a company. I think he delivered, yeah, but yeah, no big deal. Just throwing it out there. And then the real news is Just Eats about to get acquired for like $6 billion from takeaway. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, Just Eats about to get paid. The rich get richer. The rich yeah. get richer. And I mean, all that shows consolidation's happening. It's going to happen across the board. And that's what happens in every industry when enough money is dumped in. So well, I think we're going to actually – one of the things I was going to bring up was with the prediction is the, our food delivery business is going to stabilize and be growing again. And I think that's going to be one of the reasons because yeah, you're going to see – these companies have their eye off the eight ball in remote areas like that we're in where they're caught up on the M&A deals and getting bigger in the big places. Yeah, someone's going to like order a hamburger and be like, yeah, Postmates, where's my food? And they're going to be like, oh shit, we got to drop off this old Navy yeah. order first. Uh, yeah, they'll be like, fuck off, dude. You're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got. Um, yeah, that's all I got too. I guess we'll have uh, – Oh yeah, Dan, Dan, the ugly. Look at that. Where are ours? Those six. Those that colors. Is are, sick. They work See, perfect for a Christmas sweater. Guys, we should market. We should walk around when we go to our towns Maybe. in the winter. We need to have these on, like rocking them. Yeah, that's uh, sick. I love that one. The B Town one came out the best. Though. <clears throat> yeah, both, well, both, both Christmas coloring. coloring. Yeah, I love the Lodell coloring. Yeah, it's just like it's weird. But yeah, the B Town one is sick. The Buffs one. You know the Lodell one, the coloring like it almost like leaked a little. It's kind of annoying. It's like what the fuck's wrong with you people? Either way, yeah, it would it be cool good. is us wearing these in the markets after Christmas is over, like, where we're still rocking these. I don't know if you could tell. You, yeah, you see, you see how there's like some green next to the L, just kind of. <laughs> I yeah, can't even see it. Just because they're like samples. Yeah. But we should have our team rocking these when we're out in the cold weather. I know. And, like, you know, picture yourself at a at a private dinner party 
you don't like to cook. You, you hire a chef, you invite five or six friends, and you have a private dinner party, and you have omakase, and it's sushi style, and it's just awesome. And it's just in your own apartment. How much is the chef? Really, it's probably expensive. I mean, especially now. But, I mean, I don't know. I've never done it, but... Wait, Corey, doesn't this exist? Aren't there a couple of startups that have done, been doing this the last couple of years? I don't know. I've just been seeing like a bunch of people on the internet, just more and more people having these dinner parties with chefs coming to their homes and providing the meal and just doing everything. And it's not I mean, no, I brunch concept with that same thing where it was like getting people together and having yeah. a, a really well known chef whipping up brunch for people somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Same concept yeah. in your house. It would, I think, dude, I think Sammy Udell's been doing some of those. We should talk it would to need him. To, you would need to pay, and people would if it was enough people, but it would need to cost like at least $1,000 for the chef for four hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that for like a, a dinner party with yeah. like friends, like even for like retreats. Yeah, where you do $150 a person, and it's just like a private dinner chef with yeah. you know, alcohol. I definitely like that. I think there is a business for that for sure when you look at like – you know, companies and even families, like there's no doubt there's a need for that. I mean, yeah, right now it already exists. It would just be literally bringing it all together and then taking a big commission from it. You know what I mean? Well, I I think the thing that appealed to me when I first thought of this a few years ago when I was talking to you guys was that the way to connect like a Gary V where he's breaking bread with like our team, where it's like we're having a meal with Gary Vaynerchuk. That'd be cool too. You know? Yeah. Like when, I just see it be, becoming more commonplace in general. Yeah, like utilizing like brunch as that, net, that as the platform where it's like a you know a meal that's like people let loose at but still connect and work. Yeah, like you know I I just I do like that notion of like high end dining connecting the dots where it's like you're killing a couple birds with one stone. Yeah, I mean, and with Corey, it would literally, with your thing, it would literally just be sourcing private chefs who already exist and being like, you know, you guys are already here. You need the customers. And then promoting yeah. it for the users as, don't you want that private chef experience that people like aren't yeah. even thinking of right now? Where they're like, oh, that'd be a cool idea. I think that would kill it in like the Upper East Side, like some of these rich fucking, like, there's so many people like that that are like, yeah. so insecure with themselves. They need Any to be spending city. money for all their friends on going. Yeah. Strapped in the trenches, making moves going all out. Every day handle business. You know that the hustle don't stop. Got my team, let's get it. Reviewing books and talk stocks. Steady keep it moving. So you gon' wanna tune in. Get Lowdell, it's an app. Get local food on demand. Delivery right to your home. Everything in the palm of your hand. Took hard work and dedication. Come through, join the conversation. This is history up in the making. We just wanna be an inspiration. Hey, let's go.